Now here's former Hollywood actress Tina Griffin back with more behind the scenes info on the Counterculture Mom Show. And we're back. This is Tina Griffin, host of Counterculture Mom Show, and I cannot wait to have you guys hear from one of my dear friends. Man, we go back, what, five, six, ten years? <laughs> let's not say. <laughs> yeah, let's a not lot. say. Back when we were just both starting out. Absolutely. Like, the internet is a new thing, and we were in a new thing. And we, we were, were both 12. That's when we yeah, met. That's when we met. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm with Mona Corwin, international speaker. You care deeply about moms. You're the founder, creator of Moms Like Us Academy. You have a show coming out on YouTube. You've been all over the place, author. I mean, you've done it all to help equip moms to crush it in motherhood and not be crushed. Mm -hmm. I think that you, I'm the reason I'm still, I'm still alive today because of you. Oh, you're so great. No, I'm not. not. It was a hard job, just saying. (laughs) There was a couple times where I call her bawling. I'm like, can't do this anymore. She goes, okay, time out. Talk to me. So you know what? We have a short episode, but I could hear you share from your heart for literally a couple hours in a row. For the listeners, this whole session, this series of, of experts are talking about the breakdown of American families and what causes that. You have the topic of divorce, which is skyrocketing because of COVID, the pressure, the stress, financial issues, and not just divorce, but you have a couple of other key topics you believe are the reason we see a major breakdown of families here in America today. I'm excited to dive in deep. So right off the top, what are some of the key reasons you think that the family structure, the way God designed families to be in America, has completely crumbled? Not for all of us, but for a lot. Well, we're all struggling. We're all struggling. And we are going to struggle because we live in a fallen world and we have an enemy. And that enemy does not want marriages to last because a marriage is the beautiful reflection of Christ in the church and the way God designed it. So there's always going to be added pressure to making that beautiful design flourish and really work. And so the main thing that we have struggle with is that we have an enemy. And that enemy is come to kill, steal, and destroy. And you could be in any one of these three. But chances are you will have to battle this as you go through a marriage that you want to have to be a godly marriage. Mm -hmm. So number one, we do have an enemy and Mm -hmm. you just have to realize you do and make steps to, to battle that. And, um, that's one of the things that we teach in the Academy. That's one of the things that I coach, um, moms. I, I coach past lots of pastor's wives they just have a safe place where they can talk to me. And so <laughs> nobody will know <laughs> there's ain't in their churches. But um, I do believe, and it is my opinion, but I, I feel like it's really strong, that um, one of the biggest breakdowns of the family is feminism. Mm. And um, I know that that's a hard topic for moms to hear because we've all been influenced by feminism in some way. The first thing I want to tell you about it is it is an ism. When something is an ism, that means it's a theory. And explain what this theory is because a lot of people growing up in, students today growing up in schools are taught that that is the way of the century we're currently in, the trendy new thing, be a feminist, get out there, workforce, work your way up the ladder, take the men out as you're going through. Who cares about having kids? Explain what feminism is because a lot of young kids and even parents sometimes don't know exactly what that is. <laughs> I, it sounds nuts. But. Well, you know, just a little bit of background. It, um, 
this is the feminism is not women's suffrage, where women back in the early uh, 1900s, where they were fighting for the vote for uh, women. It is not the same thing as feminism. They, they were actually moms that believed in families, and they wanted to vote their morals and their values into the culture that they lived in. And they were not feminists like we're seeing. In the 60s, feminism took on a real hard edge. Mm. And their manifesto is straight up, get rid of the men, demasculate them, become like men, and um, like we're all equal. Well, the truth is, the Bible says Mm -hmm. we are all equal. And in Genesis 1.27, God said, let us make man in our image, male and female. Now, here's something interesting, Tina, that I kind of didn't see until I started studying this 20 years ago. And now I kind of am an authority on it. I guess people ask me questions on it. The word let's make man in our own image was not let's make man. It meant mankind. So there's mankinds. There's a male and a female. So he made kinds. Wait, wait. You're saying there's not 71 genders like what Facebook pumps out? No. Okay. No, sorry. No. Yeah. No. Here's the the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) God's word is always correct. And God doesn't have to redesign anything because he gets it right the first time. Amen to that. Yeah. So what he was doing because he he made us. I think he's God. I, I think you need to start running the school boards across this country, Mona. <laughs> I know. So feminism, uh, I, did that I just want to light a match and say bye-bye, feminism. What would you say to the families who have kids growing up in the homes today that believe feminism is okay, or even the parents that think it's not a big deal or that's what they don't see, the danger of living out that theory? Yeah. Uh, what would you say to them, and how can we get them to go from the feminism view to a godly view? Mm-hmm. Well, most women, most women that I talk to, and um, they believe that feminism is just equal pay and let's be fair and all of that. They do not know the agenda of the feminist movement. And what is that agenda? That, that agenda is literally to take motherhood and children out of the picture. And it's a big push for career, which everybody I'm all for careers. I help moms maintain their gifts and talents and how to put them into their lives so that they can really raise their kids and not destroy their family. But you don't want to lose yourself. Right. Like, I've done all kinds of things in my life, even though I've been home. Got to tell you something that is really important. Being equal is a really important thing in our identity. And so to teach your children correctly that, yes, men and women are equal. And God made them equally loved, equally valued, equally created in his image with gifts and talents that are expressed through our gender to display the image of God through our gender. So if you're nurturing, the way you nurture as a man is going to look different than the way you nurture as a woman. But children are being nurtured because our God is so big. So, yes, we're equally, we are equally made and equally loved. This is what to teach our kids. The second thing I would love for moms to do, hey, do a little investigating on these women that started feminism. 
Um, so good. Not a not a real happy group. Divorce is up. Like the experiment should be over because we're in almost sixty years now. Women are not happier. Divorce rates are higher than ever. And you know what? There's a new divorce rate. First divorce rate is fifty percent. Second marriage is sixty percent. Wow. Third marriage is seventy percent chance of divorce. And there's a new group, and it's called gray divorce. Because they're divorcing after the age of 50. Their kids are gone and they're getting a divorce. I, I constantly hear that. I'm like, why? You guys have been married for 35 years. Yes. What in the world? 50 years. Why would you? And explain um, the divorce rate because of feminism. How does feminism cause divorce to happen? Because that is wrecking havoc in our yeah. in our lives today. And the sad thing is our kids are, besides just the to adults that are parting ways, you have our kids that have to suffer with thinking that it was because of them. They're not good enough, tossed around from home to home, back and forth. And especially the one thing I constantly get when I'm traveling the streets speaking, I'll have a lot of parents frustrated because the other spouse lets their kids do X, Y, Z, which is very, yeah, very dangerous compared to what the person I'm talking to at that event is saying, like, I want to shelter my kids and make sure they're around positive entertainment and have the right friends. And I send my kids off to my husband's or my wife's house. And it's a complete or ex-wife. And it's a complete op- opposite message. And my kids are very confused because they're they're constantly having to switch their worldviews three times a week. Mm-hmm. So how does fem- feminism cause divorce to skyrocket? And how can we educate the masses on knowing what feminism is? Okay, well, you can... Go to the academy. <laughs> you, you, you have an academy. You, well, you, you're very solution driven, which is very. exactly why I love yeah. you, well, why you do what you do. Yeah, that's um, that's what we do. Moms like us academy. You're going to learn skills, strategies, tips, tools to be the mom and have the marriage. Nobody wants their marriage to fall apart. Nobody wants to screw up their kids. But when you have tools and methods, you're a smart girl. You just implement this, try that. Like, this is what we needed. Back in the day, we had grandmas and grandpas and aunties that would come along and say, um, are you really talking to your man like that? Like, let's, let's have a chat. Um, so as in regards to feminism, is that in the Bible, the curse that uh, we have as women was that we would have pain in childbirth. Boo. Boo, and don't we? Yeah. And that chi- that pain in childbirth and birthing and then growing them up, like the pain is really, I think, more intense for moms than it is for for dads. Yeah. I think we can all agree, yeah. especially as women, we're here. Yeah. So yeah. If you don't agree, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, but then the second part of that curse is one that no one really wants to talk about, but we need to look at it. And it said you will want to be over your husband, but yet he will be over you. So when you figure out what a godly marriage entails, what God says about it, then you can say, oh, well, I have a question about submission. I have a question about, um, you know, my, my husband being too rough. I have a question about these things. Then you're able to work those things through, through a godly lens. I love that. And this is what you get if you join your Moms Like Us Academy. Yes, and of course, one-on-one uh, co- coaching with me. Of course, we can get right to the we can get right to the the heart of it. I don't do as much one-on-one as I used to because I'm so involved with Academy, and now with the um, the new live show and the podcasts and all the content I'm trying to pump out. Okay, so, but we do do group coaching, which is like a mastermind of moms that get together and we talk about issues and we work through them.
I think that's absolutely key because a lot of women think that they're alone. They don't know who to talk to. They feel embarrassed. And I have to say 110%, there have been some very raw and real things I've shared with you over the years while being married to Luke, doing the ministry I'm working on, four kids in four years. Now they're 12 and under. And you have... You have not sugarcoated stuff for me, and I greatly appreciate that. When it was me that had to do the whipping and shape, you'd crack the whip in a very godly, loving manner, and it was what I needed to hear because so many times friends will just tell you, oh, it's men, you know, or, you know, just move on. You'll find somebody else. Or What if it's not men? <laughs> what, if <laughs> what, it's, if it's what if it's us? And I'm like, I really want to be told. I want to yeah. go to a church service where I leave feeling convicted. I got three more things I need to work on this week. I don't want to be a passive bench warmer Christian. And you have been astronomical in helping me grow to even where we are right now with our ministries because you care so much about women. Um, it, you just took me under your wing pretty much the first time we met. We were at a Michael Hyatt conference. We were in line for food. You bought me something. I, three minutes into our conversation, I was crying. You gave me a hug, and we were friends ever since. So it's, you know, thank you for being there for me. So Moms Like Us Academy, women can jump on. Where exactly can they go to sign up for your course and learn more about how they can be mentored by you? Okay. Um, you go to monacorwin.org or momslikeus.org, and... Um, we have a new website. I'm really excited about it. And so all of the information is there. We um, do have Facebook. Um, we're not there very much because um, big yeah, tech. I guess big tech isn't doesn't like moms like me. <laughs> moms like us doesn't like moms like us. Maybe the big so. tech uh, head honchos didn't have moms like they should have had, and that's why they're having you know problems with our pages. Yeah, well. You so know, that's not, they're not my they're not my gang. Okay, so you moms. said something critical to me right before we started this interview. You were talking about the huge trend that's going on right now yes. with career women going back home to raise their young children or even teens. Tell us about it, and that's it's why your ministry is so needed because now they're like, "What do we do? How do we get started? Help me balance all this mess." <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. These moms have been you know, done what the feminists told them to do, like be career oriented, get out there and make the job, break that glass ceiling, which I still don't understand that. Sounds like you get injured. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thought. Anyways, but the whole thing is that we've been trained to be very career driven and not, and not to pay attention to the fact that children will probably be something that we want in our lives because they kind of think that's dumb. And the 12 women that sat in the, in the apartment in New York City at the very beginning of this, none of those women have come out happy or anything. So a, an entire culture has bought into a lie. You, and we're, it's just a trend, and it just kind of started and rolling. But now we have career moms that um, are in their thir- late 30s and 40s, and they're like, hey, I want a baby. Yeah. <laughs> tick, 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 right? So they're going, they're finding out, hey, maybe, you know, they're finding out that they might not have enough eggs. You only have so many eggs. I don't know if you know this, but I do. So a tip, there's, you only have so many eggs. And when they're gone, they're gone. So, and you use them every month, if you know what I mean. So bottom line, they are deciding to come home and have their kids. And they're saying, I'm, I want to raise my kid. Like, I already had all that. I want to... I want to be home with my kids. I want to raise them. I don't want to just have somebody else do it. I want the fun. What's happening is they're getting home. There's no 30-day review. There's no bonuses. None. 
And um, kids talk back. Like, you know, they don't have manners. They don't, they don't do what you say. And these, most of these women have been bosses. So, like, they're... Like, like, I can't get Cracking the whip to, in the yeah, home. Yeah, what the heck? And all they do, nobody listens to me, and it doesn't matter whether You're I claim anything. Oh, yeah. And they're, so no paycheck, you know, no cool clothes, lunch, uh-uh. Now, I'm not a supporter Somebody of... else's lunch, like BB and J. Now, I'm not a supporter of Oprah at all, but she said something about 20 years ago that I keep reminding Luke every other year. I'm like, hey, Oprah did say that if we got paid for our job every year, we'd make something like $16 million a year, something astronomical, you know? <laughs> well, we don't have to look to Oprah for that because no. there's actual stats. I'll get you those stats so you oh, don't have yes. to talk about I'll get up for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, so we do have stats. Even though we're talking about PB&J and kids talking back, this is very critical. You also, there's, there's so much research you've done over the years to get to where you're at to know why things are happening in our culture and how to help women fix it. Because some of us are too busy to have the research you have and the wisdom with an amazing marriage to a man that, you know, I see more pictures of you kissing your husband than I think I have of mine kissing me. Um, just on the net, you know, if you search, just kidding. Okay, I won't go in there. Okay. Yeah. This is <laughs> cut, cut, yeah, cut, take 17. So getting in with that, you just said something profound earlier when moms are now wanting to get back in the home and or get back in the get in the home for the first time and raise their kids, even though they're not used to being in that environment and kids might talk back. They see the joy and blessing in that. But you said the importance of moms raising their kids for the first three years are so critical in the home. And you know how many parents I know, even people in our family, that have popped the kids out of the womb and sent them off to daycare or had grandparents raise them. And it rips my heart out because the moms are missing out on raising their kids, but even more so, talk to us about the importance of the mom, the mother being there for the child in their early toddler yeah, years. It is, it's, it is vital. And we have CAT scans, we have MRIs, we have all kinds of tests. There's also another book by Suzanne Benker, and it is called The Flip Side of Feminism. I highly suggest you read that. Um, very well documented. Suzanne has, is a... Is, well, we're about the same age, so we kind of followed the mess that these people have been making all all, all along. And like, I I wasn't like the nerdy kid, but I I knew that I liked boys, and then they're mad at men, but they're attracted to men. So <laughs> now they're in a mess. Oh wait, they have an answer for that too. Right. Like, yeah, they have an answer for that, too. No, um, you were mentioning when kids are five and under, let's say, younger kids, and yeah. the mom is not in the home raising them. What happens to that young child if the mom is not there? The child actually feels separation anxiety mm. at, an, a, at an, a really high extreme level, and especially in the first three years. And um, being there, that book has, like, lots of the st stats on what happens, and she's, of course, a professional, and she sees the anxiety and the... Um, the acting out and the, and she believes the ADHD and this kind of stuff um, is astrobated astrobated it's made worse mm -hmm. <laughs> because of because of that so um, it makes sense and it it is okay if the dad's there but it's not the same thing like moms God knew look at me when moms when God knew that he was going to send Jesus to the earth. He didn't send them to academia. He didn't send them to the government. He didn't send them to the village. He sent them into the arms of a mother. That's who he sent it to because oh, he so knew good. that that was the safest place for him to be. And times haven't changed. And God knew. And we just have to 
um, elevate the value of motherhood. You know what? And, and uh, that is so good. And when you were talking, I'm like, that could also be a reason why a lot of our um, preteens and teens are a lot more rebellious in the home because they really didn't have that foundational development of a relationship. I'm not saying every single time, but but it has a factor. Oh, yeah. The bonding of a mother to a child will will make make it easier. That does not mean that if you didn't do that, you cannot have that. Right, right. There is always redemption. That's what our, our, our God is all about, redemption. And you can redeem this, but it will take a little work and you will need some help. I, you got me on fire. It's just amazing. I love when I learn like 82 things in 25 minutes. Um, you know, for me personally, when I had four kids in four years, I was speaking at that time for almost about, I don't know, uh, 10 years, somewhere in there. And I knew that God wasn't telling me to quit. So what I did was, and this sounds crazy, I traveled with my infants. It might have been nuts, but I wanted them with me 24-7 so I didn't have a, a child caretaker while I'm on the road speaking. So they would come with me. I would feed them <laughs> and then hand stage. hand the little yes. infant off to a, a high yes. school student. And, hey, what's up, Pulaski High School? Woo, woo. Like three seconds later yes. and do a school assembly because I wanted my kids with me. And it was hard. It was busy. But at the same time, I'm looking back thinking I would rather have done that than say I missed the entire first 10 years of my kids growing up. So get creative in this day and age. If God give you a ministry okay. as a mom that you can still have an impact in your culture and your community. There's a lot of online businesses you can do. You can have women over for a Bible study. You can design things and sell them online. What are some other quick things yes. that some of your this academy, the academy absolutely what are some moms that we have find, certain, um, we, you know, of course there's lots of, you know, all the different brands you can get for your face and makeup and all that other stuff that you can sell, but it's really good to find out what you're good at. What is your passion? What did God put inside of you that is meant to bless other people? And we help you find that at the inside of the academy. Moms can get stuck and they lose their momentum and they feel like they're just getting, just rolling and they're just, I call it mom-mentum. And they lose it and they're stuck. They lose their identity, too, a lot of times because everybody is take, take, take from you. You have nothing left to give, and you feel like I'm still empty inside. I had a calling that God gave me before I got married with kids. What is it, and how can I jump back on it or start doing it? it. You You got to do the academy. I'm not kidding you because we even did. There was five of us in a group. It was the, what do we call it? It was The the edit room. The edit room. And it was a mastermind. Mastermind group. Yes, and we get in a group, and everybody helps everybody, and and then I am coaching them through it and all of that. So I have a, a, something easy for you to get started with. It's called the Mom, What's Your Momentum Killer? Very simple. You're going to go through, and we're going to find out what area of your life has really got you stuck. And then I'll give you a really quick little answer, and then it will lead you on to more things if you want to learn it. But it's free and just to get you started because there's no reason, sweetie, for you to be stuck. Little mama, being a mom is really important, but you have to take care of yourself and you have to take care of your marriage. You can do it. You just need a little bit of help from moms just like us. Absolutely. So once again, tell everybody listening in, watching this, where can they get your Moms Like Us Academy and jump on for your new show that's coming out in July? That's right. It'll be in momslikeus.org or you can look on Mona Corwin. And uh, the YouTube show is Moms Like Us Do Things Like This. It's a oh, you pleasure. Can find me on Instagram too. 
Instagram. You can see me and my man kissing. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Google search Mona Corwin. You'll find her all over the place. Uh, check out the show notes surrounding this video for Mona Corwin. All our info will be surrounding this uh, show. We have one sponsor slot left for us for the Counterculture Mom Show. And if you have any guest ideas, either one or topic ideas, email us at info at counterculturemom.com. Check out our Instagram, Counterculture Mom. Definitely download our app where you'll find Mona Corwin, all her goods, the Counterculture Mom app. Click on premium so you get all the dirt. You will want to get premium, trust me. And also check out our website, counterculturemom.com. We have a summer survival kit, a COVID special. Yeah, so people don't go nuts. Um, but Mona Corwin, Mona, it's yeah. been a pleasure having you on today. Oh, I just love you. They you have so to take. Thank you. Good. Well, I'm doing a lot of this today because you told me not to give up and you helped me balance being a mom. First of all, loving the Lord first, then my husband, then my kids, and then ministry. You're doing great. I'm really proud well, of you. And if, if your husband calls me, <laughs> he better not be calling me. <laughs> hey, it's all good. Thank you so much for tuning in. Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. Until next time, share this show and let's rewrite Hollywood script for our kids. No more feminism. Get ready for part two of the Counterculture Mom Show right after this short commercial break. People don't know that the Federal Reserve and IRS are privately owned, turning people into debt slaves. Why do the rich get richer and the poor get poorer? Wealthy people know the laws that govern money. That is why Right On Radio started an online school teaching how to create wealth through stewardship. Learn the three simple secrets of the elite that have worked for centuries. Visit rightonyou.podia.com. That's right on the letter u.podia, spelled P-O-D-I-A dot com. Start creating wealth today. Save 40% by using promo code TINA. By now you've all heard about my pillow and how it's literally changed people's lives for a limited time get a queen size premium my pillow for 29.98 regularly 69.98 kings are only five dollars more go to mypillow.com and use promo code tina spelled t-i-n-a for up to 66 percent off you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dream bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets visit mypillow.com with promo code tina for up to 66 percent off that's t-i-n-a